Henry. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm so good. Uh, look at us. Look at us. We finally made it here. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad. I know. Thank you so much for your patience. I'm sorry it's been no. um, a bit of a nightmare trying to schedule this interview. It's just uh, this tour's been a bit bonkers with the just sheer lack of time. Yeah, no, definitely. Tour is uh, hard to organise, especially the first tour in like, what, two years? How are you finding it? Oh, yeah. It's been amazing. Um, like, trying to avoid all those cliche, you know, guy on tour answering questions about tour where I'm just like, everything's great and it's fantastic, but it really has been wicked. Um, the shows have been brilliant. The turnouts have been great. Uh, I know some people have been quite nervous about kind of coming back into shows after COVID, but um, no, everyone's been abiding by the protocol. The attendance has been brilliant. People have been like super engaged and super excited. And yeah, um, all the bands on the tour are great. I zero complaints. It's been, it's been fantastic. Oh, that's amazing. Well, the last time we spoke, you just released Glue actually in May 2020. And that was like peak pandemic. Yes, yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, and like, I guess now you've released an EP as we're allowed back out to the world. So you've sort of like bookended this whole experience. So how's the past year and a bit been for you? I never thought about that, but yeah, we kind of did bookend the pandemic with, with music, didn't we really? That's, that's kind of cool. I should have used that. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> obviously everybody had a bit of time, but I, I, I can't complain. You know, I had a great support network. I, I had a lovely house with my fiance and a dog and just got to spend some time at home, which, you know, given that we used to tour for, for the last three, four years, for like 10 months of the year, you know, things really just went from 100 to zero um, overnight, which, you know, was really hard and challenging on our stupid tiny brains for a minute. But it, it definitely, um, after a while, I was like, I'm going to make the most of this and, and just really try and like get used to not being in a different place every day. So I didn't take it for granted. And, and we definitely like got something out of it. You know, I, I tried to be as productive as possible. And, you know, whenever the restrictions allowed, it seemed like my family more. And, and yeah, you know, I was thankful for it, but I was very grateful when it was looking like it's over and we were all ready to start playing shows again because yeah I definitely missed that hell yeah hell yeah and I feel like Desperate Times Desperate Pleasures was you know very quickly announced and dropped and I've, I noticed another band in Australia of Void Division did that with their EP as well maybe it's a bit of a trend now I don't know but you didn't you didn't want a big lead up you just kind of wanted to go here's a cool little thing we've been working on hope you like it yeah we never get to be the cool band and, and just like drop something out of nowhere um, I feel like Typically, um, when you're doing an album release, you know, there's all the, the kind of under the hood stuff that fans don't really care about that people like labels and stuff do. It's, you know, things like charting and first week sales and radio and all, all that kind of stuff. So given that we'd already released a record in the pandemic and, you know, we kind of had no expectations on us, it, was, it was, just felt like the right thing to do. You know, it was an EP, it was five songs. And there was no sort of expectation for us to be putting out music so soon. So we just kind of thought, thought it was cooler just to kind of, just kind of drop it and, and put it out there, you know? Um, and I love doing it, and I feel like the whole nature of this project has been very sort of like bite-sized and compact and tidy, and it's, it's, it's fueled a lot more creativity, at least from, on my part, I think. Yeah, I do want to touch on that being like bite-sized and an EP. So like when you look at, I guess, the band's future and progression, how do you see EPs in comparison to albums? Like, are they like a little aside and as a way to experiment more, or is this like a sample of what's to come later on? I think it could be, a, I don't entirely know. But we're talking about doing like a lot more EPs in the future um, because my kind of 90s kid brain wants to be like, that, you know, that physical albums and, and we'll always do physical records. But my brain wants to kind of go, if it's not an album, it's not a, a proper quote, you know, quote unquote yeah. release. But I think the landscape has changed. And, and, you know, we're finding that when we put records out or whenever, <laughs> it's not just indicative of us. 
put when when people are putting records out generally speaking you know labels are telling us well you look at the streaming numbers after track five and it just dips off you know, track six whatever it is it, people because of the way that like these vehicles of like listening are engineered you're kind of like told to sort of go on to the next thing pretty quickly and people's attention spans are shorter and stuff and, and there's also a lot more stuff to compete with a lot more content so i, I hate that word but uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, I hate art being discussed as content, but that, that anyway, that's the way it's kind of seen. So, you know, people are finding a lot more success with, with like shorter releases. And we're also in a position now, which we weren't before, whereby our recording setup is a lot more uh, mobile and our producers based much closer to it. We used to record in America, whereas now our producers like in London and, and we can just dip down and, and, you know, for a weekend. So with EP, Carbon Mono wasn't initially like written. We recorded EP, it was done. And then we were like, huh, there's like something missing here. It needs like a, it just needs like a bit of a like, anger, <laughs> a bit of like a moshy, moshy tune. And um, so we just wrote it in a day and then went down to the studio and recorded it in a weekend. And then we were like, well, that it feels complete now. That's, that's kind of it. Um, whereas typically we never would have had the opportunity to do that, you know? Yeah. That's really cool. I do feel like also EPs, you know, if for example, on an album, if you do want to include a lot of different type of songs, people are like, oh, you know, they started off here and then they went here and it's a bit all over the shop or whatever someone wants to say about an album. But then an EP, you can be like, well, here's just the select few. Maybe they're all in the same vein. Maybe they're a bit more experimental. And here's a second EP later on down the track with the other stuff that didn't quite fit, maybe. So like, it's cool to see exactly, yeah, that sort of stuff. Exactly, yeah, I've definitely thought about that as well, potentially doing kind of like, in the future maybe doing like three, like a series where each EP has like a slightly different sonic theme. Yeah. You know, like maybe there's one where it's 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 all like grungy, grungy rock, one where it's a little more like, try, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have it quite hashed out yet, but I've definitely thought about that in the future. I like to kind of sit and plot, that's my kind of role in the band a lot of the time, I'll kind of sit there and think of uh, strategize creatively and think about like how we can make the next project unique and stuff so I, I'm definitely kind of like um, my brain is percolating with what we could do whether it is an EP or an album because I do still love releasing albums and we definitely will release another album but um, I just don't know what the next two years is going to entail really we have more music recorded I just don't know what to do with it yet oh yeah so like were there any songs that you thought could have made this ep but you know you wanted to keep to yourself no we finished the ep and then we went back and just started recording whatever the next project is going to be oh, and nice. it isn't finished yet you know we're going to we're going to keep going back and, and adding to it and recording more stuff but there is more boss amount of music in the vault and that's like kind of our plan for the next year it's just uh we get off the boat we go to the studio for a week you know like we're, we're just going to keep keep writing we haven't actually been able to write on this tour which just because it's so hectic usually we do but um you know, we, we've got like a, a month, a couple months off over Christmas in January, so we're going to kind of like get back in the studio and start writing some more stuff then. And it, 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 to me now, this is like an ongoing thing and I love it. It's great. That's awesome. Yes. Well, I said that you should listen to this EP at night with like a glass of red or, you know, spirits in hand. That's just what it felt like to me. It was pretty, <laughs> pretty moody and dark and like unsettled. I'm like, you got to yeah, listen to it at night. Yeah, sure. But how would, you, how would you tell fans they should listen to it? I think you hit the nail on the head there. Like we kind of like had... Uh, sort of these these visual cues that we all kept in our heads when we were recording it was like it was a night a night drive was like the main thing cool. and the, the, the rest of this music we've done as well is very similar like there's like a, a sort of like it's raining and you're kind of like in my head it's like london or like birmingham or somewhere a little bit 
a little bit kind of built up, but also a little bit crap. And you just kind of drive in, the roads suck, and you got this kind of like drifting around through through your head while you're cruising. Bit of a cruising record, I think. Yeah, I totally get that. Do you often think of that when you um, record songs and like a feel of the album or the EP? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I come from like a, an art and film background, so to me, there's like a visual counterpart to every bit of music we've made like i used to do a lot of video stuff i still have a quite heavy role in that like i'll i'll write treatments and send them to the two videographers that we work closely with but typically like i try to put together like a, a kind of like look for each song that, or at least each record that we write you know yeah oh can i ask about um glue then because now i'm really interested that was one of my favorite albums of last year well, what was the vibe there oh thank you that one was kind of like um I, I kind of, because Welcome to the Neighborhood was like the pinnacle, like driving at night yes. record. Like, uh, like I, I mean, I even made, the, I directed that Bad Machine video and like I'm in the back of a car at night. You know, you know it, it was that, that was like the, the, the vibe. And Glue, I kind of wanted it to sort of be this, um, you know, sometimes like in like 90s stuff, like Smashing Pumpkins and, and uh, Pixies and all of that stuff, you kind of have that like, um, that sort of, I don't know how to describe it, it like but it's like a sort of happy, yeah, like like a sort of like happy, but it's a bit sinisterly sad undertones to it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I kind of had this like this like dotting back and forth between like happy, sad, and um, it, which sounds like a very kind of basic description because it. Don't be wrong, <laughs> Glue is our least least cohesive record that we'll probably ever make. Like it is all over the place, but that was that was like a, a, a choice. Yeah. We just kind of wanted to um, really try everything and throw it all the wall, like. I kind of wanted it to not flow that well in a way because I kind of wanted it to be like, like it comes in with everything is ordinary. So that song to me is like, it's March the Pigs by Nine Nails. It's just like abrasive, glitchy, really fast drum beat that just like repeats and repeats and repeats all the way through the song. And it just throws you in at a hundred miles an hour. And then track three is Plasticine Dreams, which is just the total opposite sound. That's like a, a Britpop song, yeah. you know, so it's a bit acid trippy. The record is kind of meant to be a little bit sort of psychedelic in a lot of senses, but still keep it a bit gritty and dark you know there's a lot of darkness on the record but i kind of wanted it to sort of be that um i don't know the, the sort of unsettling stony vibe but uh, something a bit dark lingering beneath the surface that's a terrible description of the record but uh, <laughs> that's kind <laughs> I of I, I have like synesthesia so i kind of see things in like colors and things a lot but I, i'm not always able to like verbalize them you know that's awesome Oh man, well now I'm super excited for the other stuff that you're going to put out, you know, later down the track. This sounds, this sounds so great. Yeah, well the other stuff definitely is going to be a lot more, more like, tidy <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> like, I, I'm focusing a lot on, on the next music, the, like world building, that's that's something that's, there's a lot of work going into that right now. So um, yeah, it's going to be a whole sort of journey that I kind of want to take people on with the, these next releases. Oh, I love it. Oh, well, please come to Australia soon. I know you've got <clears> some tours lined up for next year and stuff. And who knows about oh, borders, yeah. but just putting it out there. Come to Australia. <laughs> oh, well, I, I cannot wait. Australia is one of my favorite countries, and I love Australians. And we had the best time when we went there last time. We, we did have a tour plan for May, uh, but due to just like a bunch of things not aligning and then COVID just kind of like kicking us in the pants, we've had to like push it back. But I, I, I think we're going to try and get out to, to Australia definitely in sort of like fall 2022 next year that is a top priority for me love to hear it oh my gosh well I'll, I'll leave it there and let you get back to your touring because that's a lot of fun so thank you so much it was so lovely to chat with you again <laughs> oh it was lovely lovely chatting to you again Emily. thanks so much for having us and um yeah i i hope to to see you down under at some point soon oh, 100%, <laughs> we'll see. i'll be there